Hello everyone, and welcome back to episode 3 of Lazy Lounge, and I am your host, Wyatt, as always. Uh, so let's get into it. So this is going to be coming out on Monday again. Uh, I forgot to, <laughs> to record yesterday. I, was, I mean, I pretty much did nothing yesterday, except just play games. So this is coming out later tonight. On Monday of September 4th, uh, but let's get right into the week, I suppose. Uh, so, this last week for work, um, wasn't really that busy. I mean, maybe Monday was a little busy, but pretty much throughout the rest of the week, it was an okay going week, nothing too busy nothing too light so i mean the days were pretty average weather was all right too uh it did rain a couple of days which was kind of nice but other than that weather was well i guess the only day weather was really bad was on monday monday it was like almost 100 and then throughout the rest of the week it was like a nice high 70s low 80s mid 80s but it was it was nice i liked it uh so not a whole lot went on monday and tuesday except for it being hot on monday then wednesday and thursday i had off and i believe it was thursday that i finally beat baldur's gate I feel like I did a lot in the game, but at the same time, I feel like there's also so much that I missed or could have done. So I'm already on my second playthrough. Uh, for the first playthrough, I went as the Dark Urge, which is like a backstory you can pick. And... It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good playthrough. Uh, I didn't romance anyone in that playthrough. This time I'm going uh, to romance Karlak, which is the tiefling barbarian in the game. Uh, but yeah, I when I was trying to beat the game on Thursday, it took me because I was like pretty much right in the end game. Uh, like Wednesday night. I got to where the end game was, and then Thursday I was working on the end game, and then I got to like the final boss fight. It took me uh, a couple tries, <laughs> cause so when you, I don't want to, I don't, yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but pretty much you have to battle on one area, and you have to get to a certain part of the area. And then you have to like wait a turn or two for a portal to open. But the area that you're first in, there's so many enemies. And they're like really high powered enemies. I think I was a little under leveled. I think my party was like level, I think 10 or 11. And the max level in the game is 12. At least for characters. I mean, I've seen some NPCs that were like level 17. But uh, 
player level cap is level 12, and I think I was level... I want to say I was level 11, but being at that level 12 probably would have helped a lot. <laughs> so... It, the battle sucked, but then once I got inside the thing that I needed to get inside, then it was pretty much an easy breeze from there. Uh, like I said, I don't want to spoil too much, but fun game. Uh, and of course, I since I went with the Dark Urge backstory, I of course went with the Dark Urge ending, which again, I don't want to spoil that for anyone. Uh, but pr pretty good ending. Pretty good ending. Um, yeah, finished Baldur's Gate. I'm happy with that. And then just today, I purchased uh, Starfield, which comes officially out tomorrow. My PC will be, my PC will be able to run it. Maybe not at very high settings, but it should get the job done. <laughs> so um and then throughout the rest of the week i think it was uh not much really happened on thursday uh just day kind of flew by friday is where some interesting stuff happened uh there was one guy that i delivered to he has, uh, and he had his garage door open, and he was in his garage, so I delivered the boxes to him by the garage, and, like I said, since he has his garage open, I can see, like, everything inside of his garage. This guy, he's, he said he's been doing this for 40 years. He has his whole entire gar uh, garage pretty much filled up with a bunch of RC planes. Like, I'm talking RC planes, like, arms out, and the body is from one hand to the other. Like, it's arms length from one hand to the other, with your hands spread out like a T-pose or whatever. That's how long the body was. And then the wings were just a little bit longer than the body itself but he had the wings on a separate shelf and the body of the plane on separate shelves and you basically just click the wings like i think the wings were like the actual battery itself and you clip uh, you clip the wings into the body but then he has a little cargo trailer on the side of his house and he's like that's where i keep the bigger rc planes and it's like you have bigger ones like oh my god <laughs> like i mean he like i said he's been doing this for 30 years so i mean or for like 40 years so i mean it's definitely definitely an investment that he's made and then he also had uh RC helicopters, he only had like maybe, I don't know, like five or six RC helicopters, but the plane collection, he, like just in the garage alone, he had well over 10 RC planes, like up on shelves or just hanging in his garage, and then I don't know how much he had in his trailer, but... 
uh, he said he had one. I mean, these things are expensive. He said he had one RC drone that he had crashed. And he's like, yep, that was uh, $20,000 down the drain. And it's like, $20,000 for that drone that you crashed? That's how much you paid for it when you bought it? It's like, holy crap, man. I'm surprised you're still married. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I guess the wife supports his hobby. I mean, I don't know how long they've been married for, but... I mean, if he's been doing this for 40 years, I mean, and why? The, I mean, I saw the wife wandering around in the garage, so it's like, I mean, hey, as long as they're happily married, right? But yeah, it was, uh, he actually, so my route is like 30 minutes away from our town, so I have to drive 30 minutes out to go do my route. So he lived out there. But where he does his flying is actually like two miles away or like a couple miles away from where I live. He goes down some dirt road and I guess there's like a little, I don't think it's an airfield, I think he said. I think he said it's just like a like really flat land out there. I Or maybe there is a little airstrip out there for the RC planes, but he does a lot of his flying out there and it's a big uh open area but i mean it's crazy how much some of the drones are and like some of the rc planes that he had hanging up in the garage some of them like like i said these things are decently sized some of them had like little uh like little tiny pilots flying quote-unquote flying these planes it's like, dude, that's so cool. And the designs on some of the planes were really cool, too. Like, it just wasn't, like, basic colors. Well, I guess it was basic colors, but some of them he had uh, where it had some cool designs on it. Like, one of them was just, it wasn't a fighter plane. It was just, like, a regular, uh, uh what are those planes called? Most of the planes that he had, uh, what were they called? Uh, Sesco? Is that what they're called? Okay, I was close. Not Sesco, Fresco. Uh, it was kind of plain, it was kind of like a plane like that. Like, that was most of his models were, like, Cresco-type planes. Um, but he had one of them painted, like, a fighter jet. Uh, what is that fighter jet paint called? The, isn't it, like, a shark or something? Like, you know what I'm talking about, the one where it has the... I'm so dumb. What is it called? What is that paint called? I know it's like a fighter jet paint. Paint. Yeah, it's a shark. It is a shark. Okay. That's what I thought. So he had, like, a couple that had, like, the shark design on it and everything. He had a couple other different ones. 
yeah, I I was there talking to him for, and actually no, I think he did have like a couple actual like fighter jets uh, that had like the shark design on it. Like they were like old World War II type planes, RC planes that he had. But a lot of them were like the Cresco style planes. But I think he did have a couple of, like actual like fighter jet ones that had the fighter jet type paint on it. But yeah, I was there for I don't know, maybe 10 15 minutes just talking with him about his hobby and how long he's been doing it for and the type of places that he's been flying to with these RC drones. I wondered how much money collectively, like all together from all the planes and the helicopters, how much he has spent in total. I mean, from the collection that he had in his garage, and again, I don't know how much he had out in his trailer, but I'm gonna guess he's. I would. I mean, I wouldn't doubt if he was somewhere close to hundred thousand dollars, if not more. Money spent for these RC planes and helicopters. I, I would not be surprised at all. I mean, like I said earlier, the one he said he spent like almost twenty thousand dollars, not two thousand, twenty thousand. So it's like, and he said that was one of his bigger planes too. So I mean, the littler planes that he had in his garage, maybe under 10k maybe but i don't know again i wouldn't be surprised if his collection was over a hundred thousand dollars it's just crazy how much he has into it but i mean it's a hobby if you enjoy doing the hobby keep doing it as long as you have the money to fund it pretty much and it seems like that guy is pretty well off to be funding that little hobby. Yeah, little. Yeah, little. <laughs> um, and then shortly after that, uh, I ran into another interesting house. Not interesting in a good way, I guess. Uh, there's this one house I deliver to occasionally, and they have chickens uh, just roaming around in their front yard. I mean, like, like I've said, I don't, yeah, I've said where I've delivered. I deliver like out in the countryside, right? And so this person, they just have their chickens just roaming around in the front yard. Well, this time when I went to go deliver to their house on Friday, they did. They not only had chickens, but they also had, like, six ducks. And for the chickens, there was, like, eight chickens. So they had eight chickens, six ducks, and one goose. And all of them were in the front yard, just roaming around. It's like, okay, whatever. Well, there was a couple chickens on the walkway, and I didn't want to walk on the grass because that's where they all were and I didn't feel like getting my feet bitten or whatever 
So I just kind of scuttle the chickens that were on the walkway, just kind of out of the way, kind of shoot them off into the grass. So I make my way past them, set the box down, and as I'm setting the box down, taking the picture for proof of delivery, I hear clucking, I hear the ducks quacking, the heat, the goose honking and everything, and I hear them getting closer, and it's like, oh, this ain't good. So I take the picture, and I turn around, and all eight chickens, all six ducks, They didn't come up on the front porch. I mean, like, maybe two or three chickens came up on the front porch and started getting closer to me. But the rest of them were, like, at the bottom of the step on by the front porch. And it's like, I do not like this. Goose was, like, the pack leader, pretty much. And he was just honking, like, oh, oh, oh. And all the other chickens and the ducks, they were just going off, too. And it's like, bro... <laughs> I do not want to be in this situation, so I kind of scuttled some of them off to the side so I can get by. I pass them, and as I start heading back to my work truck, I can hear them following me. I turn around, and the chickens are running after me. <laughs> so... This is embarrassing, but I let out just like a little scream, like a girl, and I book it to my truck, and I get out of like because I pulled my truck into their driveway. They have somewhat of a long driveway, so I had my truck pulled up. I got in my truck and I just started get. I started backing up. I made sure there wasn't any chickens. I made sure I didn't run any over. So don't worry, no chickens or ducks or goose harm so but yeah i as soon as i started or as soon as i passed them they just started chasing after me and i booked it to my truck it's like i i ain't dealing with this today i <laughs> i don't want this i really don't and throughout the rest of the day i don't know what it is but seems like recently because like a couple months ago or like a month or two ago it didn't seem like the bees and the wasp were like that bad but just in like the past month or a couple weeks it just seems like there's just been a whole swarm of bees and wasps and it's like bro I luckily I haven't gotten stung yet They've gotten pretty close to me. And it's like, dude, <laughs> I don't want to do this. I really don't. Oh, and then also throughout the entire week, we got to say hello to our favorite animal on that route. And who may you think is the favorite animal? The first, the animal that we talked about in the first podcast, that white horse that never moves. So, I saw, I kept seeing him throughout the entire week. And again, he he does move, but he always just stays along the 
one fence line and he always faces the same direction and he only moves like 15 feet one way and 15 feet the other way. Like, I even drove by slow one day and I was looking all around the field and there was like no horse tracks throughout the rest of the uh, fenced area that he was in. And it's like, it's a big fenced area. Like, you can make a, like a little dirt bike track out of it if you wanted to. So he had all this area and I was driving by slowly and I didn't see any horse tracks nowhere else within this fenced area except for along the one fence that he keeps being in. It's like, dude, uh, it's just, I wouldn't say it drives me insane, it just, I don't know, to me it just annoys me that I have to see it every day and it's like, dude, please just go somewhere else. Like, is it your favorite spot or something? Or what? Like, I don't know. I I don't understand horses or any animal for that fact. Uh, and then Saturday, uh, so I worked Saturday and out at the sand dunes, since it's Labor Day weekend, they usually, the sand scorpions which is the big uh group that we have out here that hosts uh like events and whatnot out of the dunes every like big holiday weekend like memorial day or labor day they always do some big events out of the sand dunes and the mud flats like during uh memorial weekend they do drag races and uh big air contest and the drag races they just they have like one of those uh drag racing lights where it starts at the red and then it drops down yellow and then green and then you go they just kind of, they have a bunch of cones and they make their own little drag strip and anyone can be in it they just do it out in the sand out on a flat area and anyone can race anyone pretty much and they like i said they do the big air contest and then during labor day they don't really do that stuff uh, sometimes out at the mud flats they'll make like a little track for people to race around but usually they do mud bog and they usually do the mud bog as a bounty hole like a big cash prize uh i don't know how much some of the bounty holes go for but i heard that this year it wasn't really that good i guess quite a few people got stuck towards the beginning it just made it difficult for the crew to get them out but uh one of my co-workers who uh our boss is a sister-in-law too so her sister is married to our boss uh she wanted to have a quick easy day and i was arguing well i wouldn't say arguing but i was just like 
playing with her or whatever, and she's like, oh, I, want, I need to be done by this time so I can get out there and whatnot. And she didn't have a whole lot of stops. And I was just joking with her. I was like, oh, I hope you break down. And then she's like, you're an asshole. And, I like, and I'm like, yeah. Well, later in the day, <laughs> later in the day, she sends out a message saying, hey, this is at like one o'clock. Budbog started at three. And she was getting pretty close to being done. And she only had like 20 or 30 stops. And she could have knocked that out like pretty easily for her area. But she put a message out at one o'clock saying hey i need help i'm broke down whoever gets done can you come help me so i called her and i was like hey you need help i'm almost done and she's like yeah just start making your way the mechanics out on his way right now to try to fix my truck and then i was like oh okay and then i was like so about earlier when i said hey i hope you break down and she's like yeah you're checking asshole and i'm like and i just started laughing she's like yeah i should be fixed here soon so i started making my way back to moses lake where she was and by the time i got there she said just start doing my stuff and she'll give me a call if she needs me to pick her up and take her stuff off the truck and we'll just knock out both my stuff and her stuff so i started doing my stuff for a bit and then i got a text for her saying hey i'm fine and it was around like 2 30 and it's like well and i i didn't call her saying like oh hey did you make it to the mud box i, I was just like oh all right well have a good weekend so <laughs> but uh so yeah that happened uh i did go after i got off work i did go riding out of the dunes for a bit met up with my good buddy race oh yeah i don't met up with my good buddy race and uh we just kind of sat around for a bit talked talked with some other people that were there and then we were waiting for someone to show up and him and his cousin they rode in his cousin's jeep and everyone else had a rig that they were riding and i was the only one that was on a quad they were all riding like a jeep or an explorer stuff like that uh but race he was all, all day he was in a uh sasquatch costume I guess his cousin made him wear it to try to get people to look for him or something so he'd go out and hiding. From this is from what I understand. I don't think he told me everything, but he said only one person actually found him when he went out hiding. I mean he would come back to the camp like just to sit around and whatnot, but when he would go out and hide he said I think only one person had found him through the entire time he was hiding. So I just dropped something. Never mind. Uh, yeah, he said only one person found him. And then when I showed up, I mean, he was. I wouldn't say he was sweating like a pig, but he he looked pretty beat. 
but he was also a little high too. And like I said, we were just sitting around and he wanted some airflow going, but we were still waiting on the uh, the extra showed up and we got going and we went riding maybe out for an hour we stopped like a couple times and it got dark and we were gonna go for like a night ride but we started making our way and we saw someone's jeep just parked like not really off to the side of like where people would be riding he was like kind of in the middle of like one way where people would be going both ways or whatever and we talked to him and he's actually an old buddy of me and races from high school uh and his i think it's i think it was his radiator hose that blew so he was just leaking a bunch of coolant and we saw the trail of coolant like all the way back so the rest of the group that we left with they went on out and race's cousin and race uh they took the one guy back to camp well not camp i rode back to camp loaded my quad back up and they took the guy out towards uh one of the exits for the mud flats and they waited for someone to come pick him up on a trailer or whatever I had my quad loaded up, and by the time I had my quad loaded up, Reese was ready to go, and I had my truck parked behind Reese, so I was like, alright, well, if you're done, then I'm done, so I packed it up and left, and uh, my dad, sent, I got home late that night, I got home at like 9, 9.30, it was pretty dark, uh, but before I left to go riding, my dad told me, because of the mud flats, the mud out there is kind of stinky, smelly, so he didn't want me to put my quad in the garage when I got home. He wanted me to just put it outside, so I, when I got home, I unloaded it from my truck, and I put it in the backyard, and I cleaned it yesterday. I already did was just hose it down, got all the mud and gunk off of it and yesterday while i was doing that mom and dad had left to go to ellensburg which is a town like an hour and a half away from here to go riding with a friend the only reason i didn't go is because since they have side by sides you can make them street legal but you can only drive on 35 mile an hour roads or whatever. And where their house was at, they they didn't want to load their stuff up on the trailer and go riding up into the mountains. They wanted to ride on the road and go up there. So I just stayed home and pretty much did nothing all day yesterday. And all I did was clean my bike, listen to some music and draw and play some Fallout and games and now here we are doing my podcast a day late but that is okay Uh, i'm gonna try i do eventually want to try to get a co-host on here 
or just try to do more stuff in life so I have more stuff to talk about on the podcast. I at least want to try to make my podcast like over an hour long, but these past couple episodes have been between 30 minutes and an hour, which I mean, I think is fine for now until later in the future. I will start doing longer episodes, but I think episodes between 30 minutes to an hour, I think, are fine right now, considering I'm by myself. I'm just kind of Oh, another thing about going off on things, uh, I, I like to talk to myself a lot when I'm in my truck, and I was talking to myself about how crazy it is that when I'm out doing my route, I will literally talk about anything, like just random stuff that just happens throughout the day were just random thoughts that I have, but then when it comes to the podcast, when it comes to the podcast, I don't talk about any of that stuff. On the podcast, I only talk about things that I want to talk about, but then when I'm out driving, I just talk a bunch of random BS, it's like, why don't I say any of this stuff on the podcast? It's weird that I can just think this stuff on the spot while working, but think about it but i'm sure it'll come to me someday i'm sure i'll probably talk about some random stuff maybe i don't know <laughs> but uh if you guys enjoyed this episode of lazy lounge uh make sure to stay tuned for next week and i hope you guys enjoyed it and i'll see you guys next time